Welcome to episode 13 in the Lives of the Saints second series. I'm Father Ron Shibley, founder and director of the Anglican Internet Church. In this episode, I pay tribute to St. Thomas Aquinas, whose feast day is March 8th. The musical theme for the series is Horatio Nelson's hymn, From All the Saints in Warfare, written in 1864 A.D. and played to the tune Aurelia, primarily remembered as the tune for The Church's One Foundation. The recording was produced in the United Kingdom by Richard Irwin, whose website, www.hymnswithoutwords.com, includes many traditional Anglican hymns and tunes available for download and for use in local services. I thank Richard Irwin for granting permission for its use. St. Thomas was born in Aquino, in the present-day province of Lazio, which includes Rome, in 1225 A.D., It was at that time part of the Norman kingdom of Sicily. His father was a count, and his mother was not only a countess, but a countess of another city, and was also a descendant of the Hohenstaufen dynasty of Holy Roman emperors. St. Thomas is also related to the kings of Aragon, now part of Spain. His brother was abbot of the original Benedictine monastery at Monte Cassino in Italy. The illustration is a detail from an early 15th century polyptic in tempera and gold on panel painted around 1400 A.D. by Gentile da Fabriano and now in the collection of the Pinocoteca de Brera, which is the public art gallery of the city of Milan, Italy. The depiction of St. Thomas reading his Bible is one of eight minor scenes presented in two rows around a much larger central ninth image of Christ with the Blessed Virgin. The image of St. Thomas is on the far right side of the top row. He was educated at the University of Naples, but sometime between age 15 and 18 defied his family and entered the Order of Friars of the Dominican Order. His family was so opposed that they kidnapped him and held him a virtual prisoner for nearly two years. His brothers hired a prostitute to enter his room and try and seduce him so that he would have to leave the Dominican Order. St. Thomas threw her out, claiming that he had seen a vision of an angel who gave to him, quote, a girdle of perpetual virginity, unquote. The illustration for this and the next slide is an early 17th century oil on canvas called The Vision of St. Thomas by Diego Velazquez, the court painter of the Spanish king Philip IV. His case was so widely publicized that it came to the attention of Pope Innocent IV, who reviewed the facts and dismissed him from his obligation to the Benedictines and gave him a papal blessing. During the next ten years, St. Thomas resided in several cities, including Cologne. He was ordained into the priesthood at Cologne in 1250 A.D., Over the next quarter of a century, St. Thomas produced two landmark works which are still read today. 
The most famous of these is his Summa Theologica, the first systematic theology in the Western Church tradition. It marks the start of the scholastic tradition that has strongly influenced the legalistic interpretation of Scripture versus the spiritual-minded interpretation preferred in the Eastern Church. The Summa is divided into 38 treatises, which are followed by 612 questions, which were further subdivided into 3,120 articles in which about 10,000 objections are proposed and answered. Following the model of earlier scholars in both the Eastern and Western Church traditions, it includes a list of the primary Christian virtues, faith, hope, charity, prudence, justice, fortitude, and temperance, and the opposing set of contrary vices, also known as contrary virtues. In St. Thomas, St. Thomas never finished the, the Summa, In 1273, he received another vision in which he was told that his work was, quote, of little value, unquote, and ceased working on the book. The illustration for this and the next slide is a detail from a 15th century oil-on canvas by the Renaissance artist Fra Angelica, which literally means the angelic friar. In addition to the Summa Theologica, St. Thomas Aquinas wrote Summa Contra Gentiles, or Against the Gentiles, a major defense of Christian beliefs written for a largely lay audience, a book which he started in 1259 A.D. and completed around 1265 A.D. Other works include homilies on the first 51 Psalms, on the books of Job, Song of Solomon, Jeremiah, and Isaiah, on all four Gospels, and on all the epistles of St. Paul. He also composed Eucharistic hymns, two of which remain in use in the Anglican tradition today, Humbly I Adore Thee, and Now My Tongue, The Mystery Telling. St. Thomas Aquinas died on 7 March 1274 A.D. after suffering a head injury. He was canonized by Pope John the 22nd on the 18th of July, 1323 A.D. He was declared the fifth doctor of the church in 1567 A.D. by Pope Pius V. In 1879 A.D., Pope Leo XIII declared him, quote, the prince and master of all scholastic doctors, unquote in part of the same decree that declared papal infallibility. The following year, 1880 A.D., Leo named him the patron saint of Catholic universities, academies, colleges, and schools. In 1369 A.D., almost a century after his death in 1274 A.D., the remains of St. Thomas were taken to the Dominican Church at Toulouse, France, The shrine built over his remains in 1628 A.D. was destroyed in the late 18th century during the French Revolution. In 1878 A.D., his body, less his right arm, which had been given to the University of Paris and which now resides at the Dominican Church of St. Maria Sopra Minerva in Rome, which is the home of the Pontifical College of St. Thomas, 
was reinterred in a gold and silver sarcophagus in the Dominican church at Toulouse, France. The collect for the Feast of St. Thomas Aquinas comes from the 1963 edition of Lesser Feasts and Fasts. The illustration is a 19th century stained glass window of St. Thomas Aquinas. Almighty God, who hast enriched thy church with the singular learning and holiness of thy servant Thomas, grant to us to hold fast the true doctrine of thy Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, and to fashion our lives according to the same, to the glory of thy great name and the benefit of thy holy church, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 13 in the Lives of the Saints second series. Next time in episode 14, I celebrate the life of St. Gregory the Great, whose feast day is March the 12th. Episodes of all our videos are available in both our, on both our YouTube channel, the full URS for which is https colon slash slash www.youtube.com right slash the small letter C right slash St. John C in all lowercase letters with saints spelled out and through the episode links at our newly redesigned website http excuse me http colon slash slash www.anglicaninternetchurch.net the digital library at that site gives access to all our seasonal videos and other videos. The Bible study link similarly connects you to our two existing Bible study video series, the New Testament Gospels and Revelation. Additional series are planned for later in A.D. 2017. The podcast homilies link gives access to the entire archive of MP3 podcast homilies for the Sundays in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer and other topics. The virtual bookstore links at the bottom center of the page provide access to information about both the paperback and Kindle editions of all 14 of our AIC bookstore publications. Purchase of these books helps fund this Internet ministry, with 100% of all book royalties contributed to the AIC. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our newly redesigned website and make use of its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.